Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Tell me. Does your partner judge your snack habits? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Holly Roberts. Uh, is your partner judgy of your snack habits? Bradley, why are we asking? Because according to science, that is a new survey anyway, two-thirds of y'all feel judged by your partner for mm. your guilty pleasure snack choices. 651-641-1071, as Colleen said. That's why we're asking Colleen. They did this survey in six. Here's what I find interesting, though. This There's some breakdownage here, and I want to hear your story, too. I want to hear if you and your hubby are uh, judgy about mm-hmm. your snackies and Holly, you and your hubby as well. Uh, as part of this survey, 69% of respondents in long-term relationships admitted they judge their partner for eating certain guilty pleasure foods, but it does go both ways. Mm. It is a bisexual study, if you will. Uh, 69% also feel judged by their partner. Although interestingly, men reported feeling this more than women. Ah, interesting. 74% of men said they feel judged. 64% of women said they feel judged. I mean, it's still, you know, a pretty significant chunk. And it does change with age. Apparently, um, only 3 in 10 baby boomers felt this way. So the younger you are, perhaps, the more judgy you feel and feel. I mean, that that checks out, right? But just because I think the longer you're with somebody, you're just like, whatever. Yeah, and also, I just think, <laughs> can I be real, truly honest? I would prefer it. I think younger people are judgy. just judgier because for a number of reasons. One of them, honestly, being social media. Oh, sure. That social media has given us all the impression that people give a crap what we think. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, okay, now I want to, while we're waiting for callers to call, and if you don't, that's fine. We'll just talk amongst ourselves, because you know what? It's mm-hmm. what we do. Thank Take you. a bite out of us. Um, Colleen. Yeah. Do you judge your spouse for his snack choices? I don't, actually. In fact, we are very snack compatible. Oh, okay. So you have, like, you're very snack we can get snacky together sometimes. Your so, snack habits are similar? Yeah. Like, honestly, um, like, I will, when I get home, the first thing I'm going to do probably when I walk in the door is have a snack. Is have a snack. And same with my kids and same with my husband. Um, and oftentimes, th- my husband and I'll just go, Do you feel like some cheese and crackers or something? And like, make our own little platter and go yeah. to town on it. Um, 
so I think we're snack compatible. I do think, though, before I was in his life, I would have been judgy of his snack habits because when he was living alone, he had a tendency to just nod directly off the, the cheese hunk. Because okay. he was living alone, and you know nobody else was going to yeah, be eating cheese. Yeah, I mean that's cheese. understandable. But how did you know that? Because he told me, and oh, I was okay. like, "That's disgusting." Okay. Please I was stop say if he that was doing behavior. It in front of you, would no. you see the teeth marks? Yes. Right. He literally would just gnaw off a hunk of cheese. Okay, so Holly Colleen and her husband have similar snack habits. How about you and your hubby? What? Do you feel? Do, does your partner? Uh, let me just start by asking: Does Chip judge your snack habits? I don't think so. And if he does. Meh. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, I know here's here's my snack habit that is akin to Matt's cheese habit. Mm-hmm. Is I like to eat peanut butter straight from the jar. Oh, my husband does that as well. Holly. But that is my own jar. Mm-hmm. That is not for sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little. That is my own thing. And okay. I like to eat it from the spoon. Thank you. So he probably judges me more than I would ever judge him. Um, but you don't have these conversations. No, we don't have these conversations. I will tell you, and you know, we are clearly, Jamie and I are part of the 69% because it's not that we judge in that, like, you know, like I have some judgments about the way you snack. We just snack totally differently. We are not the same. I mean, not always, but uh, very often, like he is a snacker throughout the day. He is constantly having snacks. He will have a snack five minutes before dinner. And I'm like, Oh, that's in my irritating. head, I'm like, you. Can't, why are you eating? I'm judging that. But, but but see, he gets angry about that, or I shouldn't say angry. He gets frustrated by that. And to me, it's not about that I care. It's about that I'm like, how are you going to be hungry for dinner? Right. But like, it comes across as like, what do you care what I eat? And it's like, it's not that I care what you eat. Right. It's that, are you going to be hungry for the food that I just spent time cooking? Mm-hmm. So th- there's that. But then there's also like, I when I snack, I'm like a, I'm like a mouse. So like uh, like I will let's let's take a bag of Doritos. Uh, for let's example. take a bag, take of, a bag Doritos. of Doritos. And then we've got a caller we're gonna go, uh, go to who's got some snack and we'll talk. opinions. Um, when I eat Doritos, I eat like one Dorito at a time. Yeah, because I like to savor the flavor. Mm-hmm. You're a flavor I put, saver. I put the chip in my mouth. I let it rest on my tongue. I let that cheesy dust mingle, commingle with my tonsils and my <laughs> my taste buds, and we get real mingly. Yeah, I get every bit of joy out of that tortilla chip and then I crunch it and then I move on. Jamie takes a big swipe Mm -hmm. of chips and shoves them all in his mouth. Mm -hmm. And so you understand that that creates cognitive dissonance, a.k.a. discord in our house, because I'm like, I just need to have my own bag of chips over here. And you can have your own bag of chips over there. Listen, yep, yep. yep I will yep, say yep. I get judgy about handful people. Yeah, sorry, see, and see, I don't, and I don't see? mean like. Listen, if you're a handful person, if that's what works for you, that's what works for him. There's just something about the image of people smashing food into their mouth that I'm just He's like. He's the same with popcorn. It's so barbaric. It's just like, wah, wah, and yes. I'm like one kernel of popcorn. Yep. Two kernels. And I don't get concerned because what if they are high quality chips? I know. And you are shoving them in your I mouth know. and you don't even know that you're doing it. It's like yes. when you put hot sauce on my food. Okay, let's go to Panda. Panda's on the line. Hi, Not that Panda. I have opinions. Panda, what's your snack habit judgment or how you are judged? Um, I mean, I've already sent you guys like pictures and videos of like my snack drawers. 
I love it. Oh, yes. No. You are the queen of snacking. I am snacks. I am the snack queen. You know, there's <laughs> there's a trap queen. I'm the snack queen. Snack mm-hmm. queen. And, you know, every so often my mom or friends are like, don't you have enough snacks? No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> because they go throughout the day and then I have like smaller meals. And then I get to try little, like, bits and pieces of, like, interesting stuff, like little salty stuff, little sweet stuff, little cheat day stuff. Yeah. I love snack stuff, and I've never felt more validated (laughs) than when we moved out of the office in 2020 to working from home because I took all of my snacks home. And all of my coworkers were like, I don't have any snacks. I'm like, I do. Yeah, you were like, I'm good. Yeah, Thanks. one of us prepared. It's like the grasshopper and the ant or whatever. Like, right. like I've been preparing this for this my whole life. Yeah. Panda, question. Are you a face smasher or a one at a timer? I am a one at a timer. And I'm one of those weirdos that if you can do it with chopsticks, it's actually kind of satisfying because you don't get it on your fingers. Yeah. Oh my god, I love this. That is a good pro tip right chopsticks there. Chopsticks as snack it's sticks. Weird, but it's it's not hard. No. No, um, not if you can use chopsticks. Panda, that is Especially like Especially with Cheetos. That's what I was going to say. That's genius for Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Panda, I love snacks. Thank snack you. Life. Thank you uh snack snack lady. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Thanks, Panda. She is uh like the she really truly is the queen of snacks. I learned a lot from her. I also just, I, I I do think that maybe the world is divided into like one chippers and handful chippers. Well, I also, I'm like bruised from that because I have a son who is a face smasher and oftentimes things don't make it into his mouth. And I say to him uh, all the time, are yeah. you having a difficult time locating that? <laughs> I'm sure he loves that. Oh, yeah. it's... I just don't understand how you can enjoy a, the snack. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like trust. I, I'm not. Uh, I, uh, plus, there's also a fear when somebody starts taking, you know, mittfuls of chips out of the bag. Yes. I'm like, am I going to get any chips? Well, am but I, I chips? and I look at what they're doing and I think, are you afraid of me? Yeah, like, are you like, are you scared just, that I'm just like in coming in for the kill? Because I'm not. I don't need that. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. um, Oh, poor Courtney. Courtney doesn't like the way that that the Kardashian show is treating her. Bradley's going to take us on a journey with Courtney Kardashian and her feelings. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Oh, Courtney is not liking the way she's being portrayed on the Kardashian show. And... She's got some feelings about it. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Poor Courtney. We need to get the Cobra game. Oh, let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, without the double, we're the Cobra game. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra game. We need to figure out what is going on. Now, there's a mystery embedded within this dumb story about the Kardashians, but actually it's a pretty fascinating look behind the curtain, a.k.a. very meta, a.k.a. how the sausage of reality TV is made. It's going to go places. I'm going to take you on a journey. And at the end, there's going to be a mystery. So here we go. Now, you alluded to the fact that Courtney is not happy with the way she's being portrayed on the show. Well, we know this because... Someone over at Yahoo Life got uh, the episode that's about to air tonight to watch to presumably review Mm -hmm. for the show, right? 
to tell us what we to need tell to us watch. You know, that like because we see this every week, like right. stories come out, and oh look, because it's on tonight's episode. This uh, whatever, fine. Now, what do we know? Just really quickly, what do we know about Courtney Kardashian? The big thing in her life is her mirage, right? Like uh, getting married to Travis, Travis Barker. Barker. So, in this week's episode. Things got real meta. So the guy over at Yahoo Life, it was a guy, if I remember correctly, and now I can't see the name, so it could be a lady. But it doesn't matter. Um, The person reviewing this episode was like, on this week's episode, Kourtney Kardashian got super meta because in the show, she literally opens up about being frustrated with the way the show is portraying her storyline for her engagement but how Scott Disick is like interrupting that storyline. I'll explain. Okay, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Scott's storyline has been like, since Travis and Courtney have become an item, he gets left out of family gatherings and events. And he has apparently voiced this to people in the family. And they're always like, well, we just don't want to make things uncomfortable for, you know, for you guys, right? Like, this is just awkward. It's weird. But Courtney gets upset about this because that storyline is a part of the episode that talks about her engagement. And she thinks that that storyline is playing out during her engagement episode in a way that's taking attention away from her big moment. Right. Oh gosh, this is so weird. My head hurts. She's like Travis and I, and now as I tell you this as an explanation, you're going to start to see how the sausage is made because she's, this is Courtney talking on the show okay. to the camera okay. about what the show is doing that she doesn't like. Okay. 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 okay My okay. head hurts. Travis and I have the best uh, film. Uh, Travis and I film and have the best time ever. And we've been watching the edits and it's been so annoying because they're swirling us in with this Scott drama, especially when I saw my engagement episode editors or whoever is taking it as let's take Courtney. She's the chosen one to be the drama while shooting our show listen to this, we're all executive producers, so we get to see the cuts of the show and give notes on the episodes and make sure our stories are being told. I'm in one of the best places in my life, and it's time for the show to catch up. So she goes on. But again, basically, right, she's telling you on the show, which has been edited by people, yeah, that she doesn't like the edits because she thinks Scott is getting too much attention Okay, in her episode about her engagement. I think that I... I my brain hurts mostly because of the timeline and the story she's trying to tell me about a show that hasn't aired or really been made but and that she's apparently watching in real time but also being in inter- do you see what I yeah, mean it's like yeah. how time stacks on it's top of itself It's very Kardashian inception time space continuum I can't. No So now you got to see how some of the sausage is made in there, uh, what I just told you. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because it talks about them all being executive producers. The right. reason is that gives them all access to footage and they can manipulate the narrative. So we have even less distance from these fools controlling their own story because, again, it's not really them controlling their story, even though they want you to think that because it's the show about them. Anyway, ow! Oh. Okay, so now I move on quickly because listen to these words. She says of this like weird narrative that Scott is in, because, again, Scott is her ex. Yep. The whole thing about him being a part of her episode, quote, it's enabling this old narrative and buying into something that doesn't really exist. It should be an empowering episode about, listen to these words, it should be an empowering episode about me getting out of toxic relationships and really having this fairy tale love story that is my reality. So the fake uh, show Mm -mm. needs to tell you Mm -hmm. about my fairy tale love story Mm -hmm. that is my reality. Yeah. Not the the reality because it's a fairy tale. Right. That a fairy tale story. Like these people have no clue. No, the thing that I think that's the most sad about this is that she doesn't know what's real and what's the show. No, no. Remember, I said there's a mystery. What's the mystery? Disclaimer at the top of this article that I just told you about. According to Hulu, this episode of The Kardashians was erroneously released early and has since been taken down following our writer's viewing. We will update this post to clarify if the scene is even featured in the upcoming episode, which should go live tomorrow, June 9th, today. What? So the Are reviewer, we in a hologram? Listen, the I... reviewer wrote the story about how she was ticked about how she was being portrayed. And when that was published... Hulu pulled the episode so that that wasn't presumably to change the yeah. episode because they don't like how it was reviewed because Courtney revealed how it was made because she doesn't like how it was recorded. Yes. Ah! Oh my word. But do you see like Hulu was like, oh, we didn't like what you just said. So we're going to take it was erroneously released. They gave it to the reviewer. My head hurts. These people. How do they even keep make sense of things? I don't know, and people are getting paid. Oh. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people, dumber than that, doing dumb things, crazy, stupid, idiots, coming right at you after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We're here to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. L.A. L.A. is a great big freeway. So, um, here's what happened. Uh, A guy walked into a store called Cupid's Closet in the L.A. area. Okay. Cupid's Closet, you may think, sells Valentine's. No. It sells sex toys. Well, I mean, I kind of figured. Oh, okay. Fine. Well, anyway. He walked into a sex store okay. called Cupid's Closet, and he pulled out a gun. Oh, I was going to uh, say, um, <laughs> how old's one? Is it one of these? No. No, but that'll come into play, so get ready. Okay. Uh, he pulled out a gun, All right. and he asked the cashier to empty the register. Empty uh, the register. Okay, so he's like, "I'm. this is a this is a holdup. Yep. Give me all your money. Well, um, the... The person who was working the register froze, which I, you know, listen, that is a typical response. There's a fight, flight, or freeze, and she froze. Okay. So she was not moving quickly to open the register and empty out all the monies. And the guy was like, uh, eh, maybe I'll look over here. And then he grabbed something Um. from a nearby shelf, and he said to her, Actually, don't worry about it. I'll just take this. And then he left. Oh, instead of money. Exactly. And what he grabbed was a particular tool that is meant for... Uh, play the music. for this? Play the music, yeah. Yeah, it's called Love Bots. Love Bots? Yep. Like a robot or something? Um, It has a... It has a longer name, and I'd like to lead you through it. Okay. Love Bots. And then the title of a Michael Jackson song. Thriller? Nope. Beat It. Thank you. Oh, God. Rotating and Rhythmic. That's nasty. Yep. Schmasturbator. And so, what? Did you just say Schmasturbator? That's what it's called. Love Bots, Michael Jackson song, Rotating and Rhythmic. That not. Yep. (laughs) I mean, if you're into that thing, he stole that instead of the monies. And here's the sad thing. Do you think he like thought he that that was his plan the whole time? I I doubt it because you can get that toy on Amazon for sixty four dollars. So I'm just saying he would have gotten a lot more out of the register. Oh, sure. Yeah. Unless he was really, really horny. Well, I got to have it now. People get like that sometimes. It's true. He couldn't wait the he couldn't wait the twenty four hours for Amazon <laughs> Prime yeah. to bring it to his door. <laughs> um, anyway, this happened in April, and the police still haven't found him. I would like to suggest that they check his bedroom or somewhere in his home. Yeah, because oh, I'm oh. guessing he and his love bots are like B O T enjoying each other. Like love B-O-T-Z. bots, like a robot. T Z. Oh, of course, it's with a Z. Yeah. Because everything's cooler with a Z instead mm-hmm. of an S. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, sex toy is greater than money. I'm looking at the video. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He Like, the gun? Why would you? Oh. I, I mean, it's pretty aggressive. It is very aggressive 
for I don't know. I'm just I don't live in this world. I feel bad for the person. I mean, truly, you see the person behind the cash like register fearing just, for their life. Yes. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, never mind. I don't need that money. I just I'll just take this thing home. Oh, God. I clicked on the Amazon link. Now that my dumb Amazon is going to follow me around with that. You're welcome. People are going to think I'm looking for <laughs> the love uh, bots. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Where are we going next, Bradley? Well, we I would like to take you on a journey this time to La Crosse County. Okay. Uh, in Wisconsin. Okay. And I want to take you to jail. You want to go to jail? No. Let's go to jail. No, I don't want to go to jail. And I want to take, well, I want to take you there specifically because of Dominique uh, Boyland. And Dominique Boyland was charged Tuesday. And, uh, well, the interesting thing is Boyland was already in in drug, in jail Mm. uh, for drug charges, drug distribution and arson charges, actually. So he was in the jail. Mm Mm-hmm. But now he's going to get jailed again, or for longer, one imagines, because of something else he did. So he did the drugs and the arson, got into jail, and then did something else. In the jail. In the jail, which urged crazy, Mm. or which earned crazy, stupid idiot status. What did he do in the jail? Did he sell his canteen credits? Or buy drugs with his canteen credits. Um, no, but that's you know, I, I I a for effort. I mean, I don't even know what that meant. I just um, watched a couple seasons of Orange Is the New Black. According to criminal complaints, oof. Uh, what had happened was this is interesting. I don't understand all these words. But Did he shank somebody with a shiv? So according oof. to no, there or was shiv not, with a shank. Well, he he did something. Oh, according to a criminal complaint, jailers responded to his cell due to water on the floor. When they arrived, uh, he accused them of harassing him. Uh, He told uh, jailers that he had some uh, bad thoughts and that he needed to be moved to a different cell. He then changed his mind and asked to be left alone. They said, well, I'm sorry, but you said you're having some thoughts. Uh, Let's just, he had thoughts, suicidal ideation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, that's going to automatically trigger transport transport to different accommodations. Mm-hmm. So you've said this. Yeah. So now we must apply so the rules. So we have to do the thing. And he responded by threatening to do something gross. Okay. He was going to, you know, he was going to do something oh. gross. Oh, he was going to potty. He was going to potty and then throw it. Okay. He was going to Tim Hortons. Yes, he was okay. going to do a Tim Hortons. So, okay. And they were like, okay, well, don't do that. And that's when he said, I'm gonna. And they said, well, we're going to have to restrain you if you're going to do that. And then we got to transport you. And that's when he did the thing that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Did he do the thing he said he was going to do? No. Okay. He bit somebody? Yes. Oh. He uh, bit two officers of whom both reported bruising and pain. Oof. And because he bit the officers, he is now facing a higher uh, bail thing. I don't I don't understand laws and re- all that stuff. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to have to pay a lot of money and he's going to have a longer sentence Oof. for his initial charges. Don't bite. And don't yeah. threaten to throw doo-doo. Mm-mm. 
Don't, don't. Don't, don't. Thank you. Like, if you're going to do-do, maybe just do-do. Because if you threaten, and even if you don't do-do, you've already threatened to do-do, and that's probably going to get you in trouble. Mm. So. <sighs> okay, that was in Wisconsin, La Crosse. We're going to uh, we're going to Rome. Oh, I would yeah. like to go there. When in Rome, um, interestingly, this is going to sound very familiar. Okay, but it's not the same story. Okay, if I say uh, Maserati down the Spanish steps, oh, yeah. do you recall Didn't we that, do that moment? We did do that. I mean, we didn't do that. No, we did not do that. Actually, it was a tourist who drove a Maser- a rented Maserati down the Spanish steps and caused umpty foo dollars worth of yeah, damage. They, they like to, chipped the marble stairs. Yeah, face, right? to like a historic, uh, you know, area in Rome, a big, huge, huge tourist location. Um, it was in like um, Roman holiday. Yeah. With uh, Audrey Hepburn, right? Exactly. So uh, they found that guy, remember, because it was a rented Maserati, and they were able to. Oh yeah, they just went to the rental. Yeah, exactly. They went over to the Hertz. Well, <laughs> counter. Yeah, and they were like, uh, "Who had the Maserati? Did they even rent Maseratis at Hertz <laughs> or Budget <laughs> or Empire?" Probably not. Or Enterprise. That's what it is. Um, Empire. That's carpet. That is carpet. Um. So we're going to go back to those same steps. Oh, okay, so did did the Maserati uh, make a comeback no, or something? No, but a 28-year-old man or woman and a 29-year-old male companion wheeled their e-scooters down these 18th century marble steps and caused damage Yet again. Oh my God. So these steps have been through it. Okay, so they just like. So this is within a month of the Maserati what? going down the steps. Can I ask a dumb question. Sure. Why don't they just like rope off the steps? It's funny you should say that because apparently I did not know this. People were banned from sitting on the Spanish steps in 2018. Okay. So apparently we've had issues with humans being dumb butts. Um, but apparently they didn't plan for a Maserati and some e-scooters. So they tossed their e-scooters down the steps. Oh, my the God. The e-scooters. And, and by the way, these were Americans. Oh, the Maserati guy, not an American. These people, they're ours. So <sighs> I'm sorry. Yay. <sighs> I'm I, do you know what I'm learning? I'm learning that, that the we've, world is terrible. It's tra- we have forgotten how to be in public. <laughs> Well, that's true. It's, that is that's true. Honor, but, and yeah. it shows up in various ways, right? Like, there's the miniature ways, right? Like, I don't remember how to have small talk. Oh, yeah. And then there's this stuff where people just throw wheeled uh, vehicle movement things yeah. down. Uh, I just have random steps. panic attacks in the middle of the street. Perfectly you know? normal. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Right? Uh, I just burst into spontaneous <laughs> tears periodically. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's been a, it's it's been a rough go. But throwing, throwing scooters down the Spanish steps, I just, yeah. that's a new one. It really what is. What happened and, to these uh, uh, individuals? They were, I, you know, it's hard to say because I just, there's a lot of people doing a lot of illegal things in this story. But I, I do believe that they were fined. Um, at least. Good. And they hopefully were told, like, you can't go to... Uh, you can't come here for a while. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Arrivederci. Uh, exactly. Uh, so anyway, don't, just please, guys, like, 
be nice to history. I don't, I just don't understand. I feel like I don't want to, oh no, I'm not going to do it. Okay, I'm going to do it. Thanks, um, thanks. That's, that's, you taught me that. I know, it's fun, um, right? Feel I just free. feel like that's a younger aged mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. Uh, not always because sometimes it's a dr- uh, drugs and alcohol situation and that can affect any age mm-hmm. where people make poor choices but like you're just are, maybe you're not thinking fully this experience all the way through like you're in like a, a timeless you know yes, historical experience and you history. think somehow that throwing your scooter down the Stairs is like fun or something. You know something? what, ruined I don't it? Know. You know what? You know what? Listen, and I loved this show, but now I'm old and I can say this. The show Jackass, it's their fault. Oh, okay. Everybody wants to make a, you know, video yeah. and be the funny one. Look at me, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Well, it's like those kids who jumped off that cruise ship. Oh. Do you remember? And then um, the cruise ship was like, guess where you're never going in your entire life? This cruise ship ever yeah. again. Ever. Yeah. And nice. we're also kicking you off and sending you home. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a game. And that game is called The Throwback. What? After this on My Talk 1071.